Let's pause and consider the words from scripture that the choir just sang for us. This is Mary's song, the Magnificat, uh, taken from uh, that first line. It's translated in Latin. So let's listen now for the word of the Lord from Luke. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. This is the word of the Lord. We are always given the freedom to choose how to respond to God's call on our lives, whatever that call might be. And yet how we respond determines the degree of transformation as well as the joy that we experience. It also determines that the, the, the impact that we can have. And I like to think that Mary, at least as far as I can tell, must have known this better than anyone. For most of us, when the Holy Spirit conceives something in our life, our immediate reaction to this is resistance. I think that there are plenty of examples throughout Scripture. There's probably more examples in Scripture of resistance to God's call than anything else, from Moses to to Sarah to Jonah. You can maybe think about a time in your life that you felt God calling and, and your resistance to that call. Of all the responses to God, I really think that this is actually the most natural. When we feel God calling us to something, I think because maybe we're, we're so afraid of hard things, maybe we're so afraid of holy things, we, we tend to think that maybe it will ruin us somehow, and so naturally we, we resist. There's a poet that I love named Christian Wyman, and Christian Wyman writes that it's almost the definition of a calling that there is a strong inner resistance to it. It's almost the definition of a calling, that there's some kind of strong inner resistance to it. The resistance that he he says, it's not practical, it's existential. We wonder if uh, we can remain who we are and who we plan to be while simultaneously getting lost in God's call for us. So resistance, I think, is an understandable thing. But if our only response to God's call is resistance... It means that we're going to miss, I think, being transformed, the blessing of being transformed by whatever it is that God is calling us to do. Think of Jonah. Jonah eventually gets his act together. Eventually he does what God asks him to do. But he misses the blessing of a transformed life. He misses the blessing of that transformation. At the end of the story, he's just as sad and miserable at the beginning of the story. Next comes uh, resentment, and typically expressed in a series of why questions that you may know well, right? Why me? Why now? Why this? 
And as you know, resentment can often lead to to self-pity. I'm sure you can uh, think of people, uh, perhaps, who only seem to focus on the burden of their calling. This never happens to pastors. It's never, never would occur to pastors. But this resentment can also lead to self-righteousness, too. I mean, uh, if we resent the call on our lives, whatever it is that God's calling us to do, we tend to think that we are the only ones that God is calling to do something. We tend to think we're the only ones that God wants to use. But if resentment is the only response that we have to God's call in our life, we will surely miss the joy of serving something much bigger than ourselves. The remarkable thing about Mary, I think, is that she seems to avoid both of these very common responses and instead simply receives God's call on her life. And she even goes a step further, right? If you heard in her song of praise, she interprets this holy interruption, this call on her life, as a, as a blessing, as God's favor, as grace. Imagine having your entire life turned upside down. All of the things that you thought that you would do, all of the plans that you had, turned upside down. And then imagine interpreting that as, as grace, as God's grace to you. Imagine possessing the faith to receive something like that. While the miracle of Christ's birth unto Mary is the unrepeatable mystery of God, God calls all of us, I think, to become God-bearers in some way. Right? Meaning that, that in some way, in some fashion, God calls all of us to bring Jesus into the world through our very lives wherever we might be, in whatever circumstances we find ourselves. And sometimes this call is going to come out of nowhere. Sometimes this call is not going to feel like grace, at least not initially. But I think if we possess the faith, if we possess the the courage to simply receive this call, we will discover, as Mary discovered, that it has the power not only to change our lives, but to actually change the world around us. And I, I don't mean this in a, in a trite or a sentimental or a kind of Silicon Valley glib way. Change the world. That's not what I mean here. The reason that Christ was born among us was to change the world. I mean, you cannot read this Magnificat and think that things are just going to kind of go on the way they've been going on. Right? Christ was born to change the world, to, to lift up the lowly to oppose the powerful. And the reason I think that God calls you and me to bear Christ, to give birth to Christ in our lives and in the part of the world that we can inhabit is so that in some small way we can be a part of changing it too. And I think that this, at the end of the day, is what Advent preparation is all about. Preparing ourselves to receive this call on our lives, despite personal losses, despite perhaps spoiled plans or raised eyebrows. Each one of us individually and all of us together as a congregation are given plenty of opportunities to respond to this call each and every day. Will you resist it? Will you resent it? We simply receive it so that you 
might participate in some small way in the salvation that God offers to the world. Amen? Pray with me. Holy God, give us the faith. That's what we want. Give us the faith to receive your call on our life as the blessing that it is. Help us to see that it is grace to us so that we may be a blessing to the world that you love and sent your son to save. It is in his name that we make this prayer. Amen.